Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aird, and let's get this playing. So this is my brother, Brandon Aird, and like I said, he's my brother. <laughs> so he's a part of the other sibling that I have. I have two siblings, which is Melinda and Brandon. Myself, Brandon. So Brandon is in the is the oldest one, so he can give us wisdom. Usually he's very quiet. And let's see how we get out of this episode. So just to start off, I just wanted you to tell them who you are as a person or what you do, because there's things that I don't know about you through GCU that I can still learn, or you know how you give me stories about the kind of work you do. So I don't want to get too much into it, but you can tell me what you do right now and what you're doing. Okay. So right now, um, I work for GCU, GCE, it's like a company through GCU. Uh, so right now, it's really technical support stuff, but right now I went through a promotion, which is kind of awesome, um, quality assurance. So really, I ba- uh, great interactions, mostly all day. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing now, and I like it so far, and I just keep going. So you haven't said the big part why you're doing this job. So, you want to tell them? so like the big why, um, I really haven't found like the big why yet, but uh, I did my uh, bachelor's in sports management and then I moved um, into communication for my master's degree. Um, so I think all that will tie in later on what I want to do and that will become available to me at a certain point. But right now I just want to finish school and then see where this job takes me and then I'll go for there. So you're saying that you're getting your master's right now? Yeah. So your master's is communications? Communications. And your bachelor's you got? Sports management. Sports management. So how has the sports management world been looking? Uh, It's been going okay so far. Um, So how I got into that was really just um, from pretty – I'm pretty sure Zach's talked about his coach from high school, but his dad was a – a teacher at St. Mary's, um, but no. uh, was a teacher at St. Mary's, but uh, he coached before Lopez many years before that. So um, he just he's a really good uh, math teacher, um, but he kind of pushed me in the way of if you can't make it, you know, athletic wise into sports, then why don't you go to the sports field and learn the business side of it? So that really caught my attention because I love like the stats. Um, just like all the numbers work and how the players develop. And I like to see all that. And I don't know, I learned from many people about sports. So I think all that combined into one mind is pretty cool to see that. So I know you watched the movie Hardball and that's a pretty big movie for like sports management. But then just like the movie shows us of how, uh, what's the actor's name? Which one? Uh, the, not Jonah Hill. Oh, you mean uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Hardball. What did I say? Keanu Reeves, where they play in Chicago with the... Oh, with the kids? Yeah. with uh, Is that what I said? Yeah, that's Hardball. Oh, so I'm talking about... Moneyball. Moneyball. With uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. And so the whole story is that you shouldn't trust just the numbers. Or he's saying the numbers don't lie. Yeah, so the co- it's really the just coach. based... Yeah, it's really based off... Uh, like a uh, um, like a puzzle, but not. It's like a uh, equation. So if you get so many hits, so many runs, so many um, 
outs or anything like that or made, uh, bases acquired, then you'll win so many games. Yeah. But so everybody. Got, yeah. So they got the lowest of lowest people, but they had the most efficient. Yeah. Numbers. It was like uh, their payroll was, I think, under 45 million. I could be wrong. Like but, a veteran sound. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, compared to the Yankees that were on a payroll of 120 million. So just going from that, you can see. Like they didn't, Oakland at the, at that time, wasn't really big, like a big market. So then you play the New York Yankees, that's New York. That's the biggest of the biggest. So tying that in with GM and what you're trying to do, what do you see as a, as a good business, business side of, so like what I'm trying to say is what kind of side of business of sports do you want to be? Do you want to go like top notch CEO? Um, so I kind of want to work my way up. I, there's really, I feel like right now with the uh, quality assurance and um, like um, interview or grading interactions, I feel like that's helping me uh, on the coaching level because I get mm-hmm. to coach people on certain um, things that maybe they messed up on or maybe things that they did good on. Um, so with that, it helps a lot with coaching. Maybe someday I'll be a coach. I just don't know. Yeah, but I can see you as a good coach. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like it's going to be something cool that I'm going to like. So, but right now I just, that job that I have right now is pretty cool to learn from it and then take that aspect into something else that I want. That'd be pretty cool. Cause I'm trying to be a strength coach mm-hmm. and you know, like what if it all worked out and you were a coach of a team and I was the strength coach of your team, it'd be pretty cool just to yeah. show that I'm telling you what to do. But yeah, you, you never know what happens, yeah, but so. But yeah, that would be uh, pretty cool. What do you uh, see yourself like? What makes a like if you were to be a coach or you mm-hmm. were to be someone? What do you think the qualities of that would be? So, you know, like, would you want to take qualities from I don't know, say Phil Jackson? Like, what kind of qualities do you see yourself portraying? Because you're not the type to, you know, someone strike out. You're not gonna rip their yeah hard out. Um, like, what kind of coach would you be? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson's a good coach and he could, you could apply that to any sport that you want. I think, um, I just don't, I know for you that you read the books and all that. So I don't know about that information. Um, but I know like just the basic samples of it. Um, but there's a lot of great coaches out there, but I think you just gotta be honest with yourself and Mm -hmm. then honest with the players. Mm. So if you're honest with even the staff, if you're honest with everybody, you're going to get good results. Yeah. If you kind of put on, if just for like an example, Bat, uh, Batman, the villain two face, he's always he has a two face. You can't have that. You have to be honest with everybody. Yeah. I can see that. Cause it's like, um, you don't want to portray something you're not. And then, I mean, we've seen it with coaches who yeah. you can tell like players are really, or athletes are really good at, this coach is not going to be it or this coach really loves the game or a player coach, you know, you, yeah. there comes a time when you're, you just know, like, I'm not going to trust this coach. This coach is mm-hmm. nothing. I feel like we all, if you play sports as a kid growing up and then, you know, you, you kind of get a sense of like how good you can be. And then you fall into like a coach, like a coach, maybe you don't like, maybe you do like, but I feel like you always got to give it your, very best to show that you who like who you are if that makes sense yeah so going you said 
you talked about childhood sports. What kind of, because I know dad coached us. And then I know that dad coached you baseball. But for me, for basketball, dad didn't really play. Uh, what do you say? Like a organized basketball, organized yeah. basketball. So I kind of taught myself and dad taught me. So how was it to play sports, whether or not dad was on the coaching staff? But yeah, I know so dad coached a lot of our teams. I wasn't really into uh, baseball. Um, really, I just didn't. I like to. I was kind of like aggressive growing up. Like, yeah. I feel like that. Um, but I was, uh, we play like the, um, I forgot peewee football. I think that's what they still call it or something, but it's like tackle for kids. Um, so I played that for a very long time. Um, was a lineman of course, but I wanted to play a different position because I just line doesn't really do nothing. You just sit there and block or uh, yeah. sit there and try to get around the, the line, the line for uh, offense. So it really just kind of base uh base you off your size that's what it kind of is yeah so after so many years of that um i kind of liked it but i the other side of it i just didn't like uh when i i felt like how strong i was i didn't want to hurt people no more <laughs> yeah so that's where i got like all right that's not like it's a i that's, guess it's yeah. a fun way to hurt like you hit people for and you don't go to jail for it yeah, yeah it's kind of like that but after that i think we uh after when we stopped playing that was after we moved to mesa for a mm. bit and yeah, then that's where i took the year off for playing tackle football and then i came back to or we came back to avondale goodyear area and then um dad started for, coaching yeah dad started coaching little league and um yeah, that was a fun experience. But after that, like I tried to get football and get it wasn't the same experience. Like I yeah. feel like that year I took off was kind of like I just didn't want to play no more. Like a new chapter. Yeah, so I kind of closed that chapter down. You were saying right now that with football you get to you didn't like showing your emotion. So can you tell me? I had a question ready. So can you tell me about what's the worst fight that we had? <laughs> Meaning, because you said you don't like hurting people. And if it's the same story that we're talking about or that we just kind of chuckled at, then I know that you didn't like – because I know when I hit you – because there's many stories of when we used to play basketball. Yeah. And, you know, I'd hit you and the glasses would fall off. I would feel terribly bad yeah. because I just hit someone who's teaching me the game and who, you know, it doesn't have to be at the park with me. So what's the, what's the story of perspective? the worst – Yeah, your perspective of the worst fight we had, and I'm pretty sure it's the same story. Well, I'm pretty sure it's the same too, but it could be different depending on if we was at a park or not. But mm. the other one I was thinking where it was, we got into like this big argument. I think I don't want to share. Uh, some I think it was Xbox or something, and then you took a, you took my laptop, and I said <laughs> give it back, yeah. and then you just walked off, and then you kind of like act like you're gonna throw it. So I didn't at the time I was already built up in. Oh, he's going to throw it like he don't care. And then you just ran to the room and then I kind of <laughs> followed you and then locked you in there like you're not going to get out. Yeah. And then I, I think I said like give it back or something. And then you kind of like threw it on the other bed. And I think it just kind of hit the wall barely. But I was like, like, really, bro? Like you're really going to throw yeah, a laptop? School thing. So I was like, all right. And then I think... um I think I I hit you pretty good, 
And then I kind of was just going at it on top of you. Mm-hmm. And then I think you pulled my shirt and that got me more pissed off. Yeah. And yeah. then my glasses fell off. So I think that was like probably our worst fight. But after after that, I we haven't really had a fight no. since. And when was that? Wasn't that like junior, um, my sophomore year? We were living at that one house. So we Verde? probably, yeah, uh, Verde. So I would have to say Verdi. Yeah. So we lived in a house and it was, we were sharing the garage together. Yeah. So we put a bunk bed, you know, it was like a stepbrothers kind of thing yeah. where, you know, if we put the bunk bed, we have more room, but this time we had the room separate. I think it was my sophomore year. Yeah. So my point of the side of the story was that we had to share an Xbox because I didn't oh, have yeah. an Xbox. So I wanted to play the game because you know, St. Mary. We went to St. Mary's High School, yeah. which was in Phoenix, and the hour drives. You never had time to play video games, so while Brandon was doing homework, I decided, you know what, this is a perfect time to play the game. But he didn't think that was a perfect time, so he got mad and said, "Give me the controller." You know, just how brothers fight over the video games. So then my side of the story was he grabbed the controller in my hand, so I grabbed the next thing, which was his Mac, and his Mac I kind of threw. I think it hit the wall. I'm pretty sure it did. I think it barely hit it, but so when I saw red eyes in your <laughs> in your eyes, and you threw me on top of the bed, which broke. So our bunk beds, our our tata built these wooden planks yeah. in the in the bunk bed. So our our bed would just go on top of that. Yeah, and we we're just uh, the mattress was just covered by <laughs> probably inch inch and a half planks. Oh uh, yeah, like the the yeah, wood, yeah, the thin yeah. plank, yeah. and then it was like separate pinks yeah. and wood i think it was like five or six but then under that it's just yeah so 10 then inches of ground <laughs> like a football player like a lineman yeah that you that you are you picked me up and threw me on the bed yeah which i remember us both stopping like oh man you just broke yeah the bed. it's kind of like a wwe yeah like it kinda, it, but it didn't feel like wwe yeah because it was all real <laughs> <laughs> but you threw me so then i remember i got a good hit on you I, i'm gonna say that i think i got a good yeah. hit on you so then we transferred to your bed and you threw me again and broke your bed. So you broke yeah. two beds or two planks or four planks of wood. Yeah. And I remember like being so buried that I couldn't get out of your. Yeah. You're kind of like stuck. I was, yeah, I was yeah. stuck because the bed was now making a C shape into the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were going rib shot. Like I'm pretty sure I could have gotten injured, but that's probably one of the, we've never had a fight since. I mean, just arguments, but yeah, that's just family. But yeah, that yeah. probably, and I don't know what was happening because no family was there. I think they were yeah. all saying bye to someone. Bye or they were yeah. left for a bit, but. But the yeah. funny, the funny part that we forgot was our cousin. Yeah. So our little cousin used to live with us, Tristan, and he came into the room crying yeah. because he, he doesn't have any siblings or right now he, yeah. he just had his, his first brother. Yeah. So at the time we were like his brothers. So being a little cousin, he was almost like crying tearing yeah. up because he saw you getting, capability yeah. of Brandon of hurting someone and yeah. So Yeah, it's probably a horrific was, sight to see for him. Yeah, he just saw cuz he plays all those video games, yeah. all the gory, the but now he got more to combat and then you see that in real life you're yeah. like or you see your dad watching yeah. WWE. Let's not fight with bigger people that's bigger than you. Oh, oh is that a shot? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I could beat you up now. 
I tell Prob- everyone. Probably. I, I tell everyone. You, I'll give you, you. I'll give you the. You have the quickness, but right. I don't know about the strength. So, just one punch. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Okay, so talking about our fight. So, what was the your favorite childhood of you and me growing up? Your favorite childhood memory. Sorry. Favorite childhood memory. I, I know there's a lot because I'm the best brother, but. Because my older brother, you mean my sibling? <laughs> yeah, I'm the best sibling. Um, yeah, I would have to say that there's a, there's a lot of them. I can't really point out a specific one, I would say. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to point yeah. out. Like I would just say like we were it. just playing on the same lowly team. Like I feel like when we were playing together, we didn't have to look. Yeah. Like we did, we had that trust already. Like, okay, he has that spot. That's yeah. fine with me. I didn't have to worry about that. And then worry about the other seven guys was a different yeah. hand. Yeah. So I didn't have, you know, like, like I know, and in, in baseball, for example, like, oh, you got to back him up. Like either or, we wouldn't have to back it because I already have a sense you're either going to get it or you're just going to block it down and yeah. throw it to whatever base that needs to be thrown to. But. I would say that was probably one of my favorite memories, just to play together. But, yeah. Yeah, because the, the thing that I hated about, because you're talking about baseball. So the thing that I hated about baseball was that when you weren't playing first base, you were pitching. And so you pitching during these little leagues, I wouldn't be able to get to play. So my, you might be the reason why I'm not playing baseball today. <laughs> but because you were pitching, you were, you know, striking guys left and right. <laughs> right? But I couldn't. Like, there's no ball hit to me, so I'm literally just catching butterflies yeah. in second base, you know? But I do remember the story. Do you want to say the story of when you hit that kid? Or I don't even know if it's oh. really that important, but just to show how strong you are, I'm pretty sure you threw a 90-mile into his rib. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about 90-mile, but um, I uh, I think that was just going after – that was just the end of freshman year. Uh, that game? Yeah, that game, because that was the last year that – um you played little league. yeah me and my other friend uh like are eligible for we can't play little league no yeah. more so i think that was um yeah the end of freshman uh, end of freshman year um i picked to play little league over um summer ball which that's another conversation but yeah um yeah um that whole little league i was just having honestly i'm being my perspective we weren't that good like <laughs> yeah not well, I to, was good <laughs> not to be like um it was like just put my teammates down or something but i just knew like it's not our yeah, like the other year. the other years that we had success it's not like that it was just a whole yeah. different feeling and things like that but that's a whole lot, new team too. yeah it was just like everyone was new and it was like a whole new team but um or maybe yeah that, dad just had bad draft picks <laughs> that <laughs> yeah that you could have said that he don't know how to pick people yeah and that's where you come in for yeah. the business <laughs> management but um yeah i think that last the last couple of games i was just kind of being uh i don't know like starting to get hot yeah so like I was, hot-headed or no like uh um, you're just in the zone in the zone yeah. yeah so like the last game i think i yeah i got the uh, i didn't start that game but i came into relief and you know it was it's fun it's fun pitching and you're you know wheeling left and right and when you can hit the corners at the strike zone, it's yeah. hard to get stopped. Um, but yeah, so this kid came up. He's 
he was a small like small kid i th- i think the age limit stopped at maybe 14 or 15 at the time yeah he was and, small skinny. yeah he wasn't like i he probably could have passed for a 15 or 14 year old but he definitely was playing yeah he was just a, he was a smaller kid and um i was not doing he was like crowding the plate too <laughs> yeah. it was not so i'm trying to when you when someone crowds the plate you just throw it inside you don't throw it into them just, you just to scare them yeah like, just to see i'm, I'm right yeah. there. yeah and I, that ball just got away from me man, and hit away. him right in the rib <laughs> and then he started crying and i was like man you I, felt bad I, yeah i felt bad because he call. started he got hit and then he kind of went down on his rib on his knee and then he was holding his rib and then you can hear the mom crying or the mom like getting kind of like mad in the background yeah like, like about to give you a technical foul, yeah but, you know call the coach's mound yeah, what are you gonna do? It got away from me. I'm not gonna. I'm not the person <laughs> to go hit somebody. Yeah, you're not the person to go hit somebody. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> not the. Yeah, I'm not that kind of guy to. Yeah. Throw someone you don't have someone's that. head. Yeah. Unless it's your brother. Yeah. yeah. So That's like my fair childhood memories is just us going after at it during basketball. So like I was saying, you don't have to. You didn't have to spend your time going to the. I mean, you know, I have one story, but I'm gonna get to that. But, you know, just us going at it at the gyms at, you know, we were always pushing each other. And it's because we were always, I wasn't going to say the lone pack, but we were always connected. Mm -hmm. And solely that was because of you. So if we went to the park, I think you would take your anger out of me. But there was days where you would beat me. And I'd be like, I'm walking just home. Just like, yeah, it's just those one of those hot days. Yeah. Like, you so, would practice every day. Yeah. But then that's what made me mad because yeah. how is someone who's only coming to the park <laughs> one time, doesn't play the sport, is beating me? Like, that used to, Yeah, you know, we used to play 21 and, you know, dad used to beat me and I used to get, I would be crying on the way home holding my basketball or putting the basketball underneath the, the seat bike, of the bike. Yeah. yeah. Or putting it to make it look like I was pregnant with the ball and ride <laughs> home. But my favorite story is when we're playing at Lifetime. So, you know what I'm talking about? Is that the one with the... Uh, we bumped heads. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that one. Yeah. We weren't really, like, uh, aggressive with each other. We were like, kind of we messing just, around. Yeah. Like, we just wanted to see... It was, was game point. Yeah. It was game point. Because I think... Um, I think we were moving at the time or something, so we... We, we just wanted to get yeah. out the house. Because it was during the daytime. Mm-hmm. But it was during peak hours that yeah. where no one's in the Lifetime court but everyone's yeah working, working out. out yeah so top. you can see people through the window mm. you know if you've ever been a lifetime yeah, there's like the uh like the, the watch warm-up. yeah yeah the wa- warm-up with the <laughs> benches so i remember i had ball for game point and yeah. you being the brother you are you're not gonna let me score yeah so i remember jabbing to my left and going yeah. ripping through and us just bumping heads because i knew you were going to rip that way yeah and i just want to get it because yeah. i have a i have a longer wingspan than you yeah. so i thought i'd get my hand in to reach yeah to poke it out but you put your head down far enough and i did too and then we just <laughs> yeah. bumped heads and then fell we were just laughing afterwards yeah and like we, we didn't finish the game, game i think yeah, i think that was probably our last game we've ever played yeah that might have been our last game we've but, ever played one-on-one yeah that was that was a fun because we were just seeing like like a, a friendly competitive game yeah. we were in like it wasn't competitive until like the last two points yeah because yeah. i remember i think you scored and then i somehow got ball but yeah life lifetime was some good memories yeah because, because we weren't um we weren't the like the biggest going into lifetime like we're not you see other kids yeah. and people in there they're six foot 
we weren't Plus, the, yeah we weren't the people that walked in through the doors and yeah. then you get a little fearful of like yeah if i lose i have to wait five games yeah we weren't those people but then when we did play the game yeah we were i'm pretty sure we always used to go on streaks yeah it was uh you and me it was always me or we call ourselves the big three it was just you yeah. me and then our other our my friend no more yeah one of my uh, good best friends but yeah, that was, uh, it would just dominate people and yeah. we weren't like special or anything. Like we, we weren't, weren't special. That's the thing. We weren't yeah. special, but we were always just loving the game. Like other people were going there to, you know, either hurt people yeah. or they would just take it like the best, uh, but we were just take, like if we lost, we lost. Like we yeah. just took it as, you know, just move on to the times. next one. Yeah. But yeah, that was, those are fun times. Cause you guys would just always get, I just, yeah. you know, being the person I am, I love to pass in an organized basketball setting <laughs> but when it came to yeah, those games yeah. i knew i wasn't gonna wait four yeah. games after we lost so i would just take matter into my hands but then when people started guarding me is when i could start dishing out to you and no more and yeah. everything just flowed freely and i think those are like the best like take away college basketball high school basketball if there could be a way that we could just play lifetime basketball i think that was like perfect because that's where i felt like the most love for the game Mm-hmm. and that's where you get all your skills from you don't get your skills from training with cones you get your skills yeah. from learning playing, yeah. playing against old heads uh, live experience like uh, yeah like scrimmage yeah. you're doing scrimmages without even feeling like it and you're playing against people you get some people that are like uh not like built but they're not afraid to put afraid to put your their body in yeah. front of you so you feel like the strength that you're going yeah. against but you know uh other than that we're I would say pretty, like not being cocky or anything. We were just confident yeah. in how we but played. I think that's what people were so mad about yeah. was that we weren't like the other ones when we were winning is like, oh, yeah, you lost. Like we were just like, all right, who's next? Yeah. yeah. And I just think that was special about us. But like I was saying, I wish lifetime basketball could be forever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, those were yeah, those were pretty fun experiences, I would have to say, yeah. too. Because it's as close as being organized basketball until it starts to be like people are throwing the ball, inbounding the ball, and then throwing yeah. it full court. It's not like uh, when it starts refs. to get, Yeah. When it starts to get to that, then it starts getting boring. Yeah. But when people are like playing to win and mm-hmm. all that, the game starts to flow. And it was exactly. just fun. Like we were always just in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then we would because play. We, we would go. To like eight? Yeah. I would get off work. Like six, six thirty, and then I would get home. You would tell me, "Let's go." Yeah, let's go. We sometimes dinner. I didn't want to go. Yeah, I was, I was tired. Like, yeah, we would just go, and then we were we would go play like seven to midnight every, mostly midnight. every night. And, and then, then you would we would go to a water burger yeah. and eat it all back up with uh, the all, best nutrients. Yeah, with all the sweat that water we just, burger, <laughs> the Jack in the Box, yeah, or the QT tornadoes yeah. with an icy like. Because I remember before we'd be like, we're gonna get jacked, and then we walk by, yeah. we walk by the floor and be like, all right, let's go play a few, yeah. like just to get our, I don't know, our hormones in our brain right. Okay, so what event in your life has had the most significant impact on you? It could be any, it could be anything. It could be you. It could be that you saw someone else succeed. You, what's the most impact that something has had on your life? It could also be like your your diploma too, and then I'll tell you. I mine. would, yeah, I would. Oh, that's a. You have a lot of good questions for me today. Um, I I would say yeah, just receiving the 
our uh, high school diploma and then like the bachelor's degree. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like to like kind of be like the first, like kind of like stepping like a, you were uh, a role model. Yeah. Gorgia and I, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it was cool to receive that. And then you made it like a norm Mm -hmm. to be like, go, you don't have to go get your degree, but basically like if i'm getting it you can get it too yeah like, there's like no like um boundary yeah don't tell don't let someone tell you like yeah. you're not you can't get something or you can't do what you want to do and i just i really just did because i kind of fell out of sports and that's a whole not another conversation but yeah um yeah with as i said earlier uh with mr lopez um like hey you don't have to like your life's not over yet. Yeah. Like you can go into something else that you like. And then that's where he gave me like these, um, like he just taught me more about, he really brought basketball more onto me. Yeah. Like seeing you play like, okay, like I like it, but he just brought like a whole another aspect about it. Yeah. He brought like, um, outside of basketball, mm-hmm. like seeing from a coach's point of view. Exactly. So that was cool did. to see. Yeah. Coach, coach Lopez though. Yeah. Seen, coach Lopez the, senior was very, the goat of St. Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> Him and he had a bunch of guys on his team. Mm-hmm. Channing, uh, Channing Fry, the Fonette the brothers, po- the point guard that uh, Bayless, Jerry Bayless. Yeah. yeah, he had he had talent. And, yeah, you know, talent will find a good coach. But so, yeah, I would have to say diploma or so. Going the, to your diploma, you said that there was a reason why, and we both went through. Or I mean, like a we a reason why. Don't let anyone prove you wrong, and that goes hand in hand because with sports. You saw it as I'm gonna prove, because for me I had to grow out of like proving people wrong, mm-hmm. and it took me so long to just tell myself, just play. Like at the end of the day, no one really cares about the points you get, the minutes you play. You know that's how I took yeah. the game of basketball. So going back to what you were saying, who who were you proving wrong? Because it's good to prove people wrong, mm-hmm. and I I know you were you knew I was gonna get to this question. But I want you to tell your story, and then I'm going to tell mine. Because we were both in the same subject, I just got out quicker. Yeah. So cause, so when first grade started, I had to leave the classroom to go do speech class. But then you were also in <laughs> speech class, too. So you were in speech class because I think of a certain word. Yeah, I had, um, I'm not sure if you had it or not, but I had IEP. IEP. Yeah. So I never knew the name of it, uh, but I've only heard mom talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not like um, uh, IEP. Uh, I think it's. It takes longer for you to learn. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah, it's like a a plan they it's like a plan they put you on so that you can be successful in education. Yeah. So like this little, it's like kind of like uh, what's that test that you do in public schools? Um, Ace test or something like that. No, it was. Um, like you Zoom have, test. Oh, the reading test? The comprehensive? Yeah, the reading, math, and... Yeah, like the little test. Yeah, those little tests. Yeah. But you have to hit a certain... You have to hit a certain mark. Yeah. And I was just under that mark every time. And um, so I got put on that IEP like pretty early into... I think it was like kindergarten. So with that, we were at a, a school in Glendale. And I had this, I had this cool... Uh, uh, preschool or kindergarten, I can't remember. My mom, mom and Nana know, of course, because they usually took me to that. A but, good uh, teacher or a good like kindergarten 
No, like a good teacher. The oh, okay. Teacher. So I think I had the same teacher, right? Uh, Miss Kim, the, yeah. The playground mm-hmm. outside, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was just um, like always having not like my back, but making like. Uh, well, she I, was a good teacher. Yeah, she was a good teacher. Like um, she would show me other um, routes that you can take to get to that certain answer or certain um, way of thinking to. Yeah, I would just say get to that answer. Yeah. So she just put it in other things, different perspectives. Like you, there's not always one route you have to take. There's other ways that you can get there. Mm-hmm. Probably not in math, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But other than that, I had that all the way through. It was a freshman year. Or past past freshman, it was into uh, first first year of college, and then they stopped it. Yeah. Well, I I still had it. But, um, yeah, going, going to, yeah, I went to like those special classes, um, into like, uh, I would see you in, in elementary school yeah, and then in middle school I would go to like, you know, like, oh, you can't go in this class. You just have to go into this other class. Yeah. I kind of get the sense of what, what's, why am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, you start to realize, yeah, because I'm seeing my friend's homework and then it's just different different from mine yeah it was a way for you to understand learn than Mm -hmm. the other person is learning Mm -hmm. so but you just wish it was better formatted is what you're saying like you wish it was almost like a don't put me in this kind of bubble yeah i would yeah i would say that because um after getting into after getting into that into saint mary's it's a private school so you have to you have to test your way in there I'm not sure how the testing works and all that, but the placement uh, test, yeah, placement tests or something. And, um, I got into the school <laughs> Yeah, and then, um, I had to take another test, which is the, I, it was still to make sure I was eligible for the IEP. Mm-hmm. And then that's where, um, it was, uh, like, a like a building downtown. I remember one day after school, I just wanted to go home from high school. Like, yeah, this was, was freshman year. Yeah. It's freshman year. And then. We live, we live in the Avondale Goodyear area, and it's we're downtown still. After school, got out at two forty-five. Like I just want to go home and yeah, rest because the traffic yeah. is horrible. So I was like, "Mom, like Dad, where are we going?" They're like, "Oh, you have to go take this test." So I was like, "Oh, like it's just annoying, you know?" Yeah. So I took this test for like maybe an hour, hour and a half. It was just annoying sitting like in well, this room. I never asked, but what was the? I never knew what the test. Like was it reading? No, it was like uh, it's just like the test that you take, but it's for your certain grade. Mm. So it wasn't like it was kind of just like the you know you you test you test on reading, Comprehensive. yeah, reading, uh, math, and all that. So it was stuff. like a simple test, but it was yeah, it was just for that certain grade. Like you know, each grade has like like second grade, you learned your pluses and uh, subtractions, yeah. and then middle school you're in your multi uh multiply and then division um and but then, then yeah, yeah so you get to high school different but yeah after i took the test they got the results and then the lady there and then my the principal at the time for saint mary showed up and she had the meeting with my parents and that lady that did the test Are you also uh, in there no i was outside so mm-hmm. they can discuss yeah. um they really didn't want I didn't say like want me in there, but it was just like, oh, let's just talk like kind of like as adults. Like I just, we want to know what, what's best for him. And like, it's not like a, uh, air you can hear through the window if they yeah. talk a certain, they were yeah. So I knew what they were saying 
and they got to us like i'm in high school so i know different i know what good and bad things are but um yeah the lady they the lady told me uh or the lady told my parents and the principal from saint mary's at the time brandon's never gonna make it like mm. he's never gonna graduate um with a diploma he's never he's not gonna he's not gonna get a uh degree in college he won't make it that far his it's just his numbers are showing that he won't do it so after that i was like that's kind of messed up to tell a kid yeah and then um like you're putting a boundary on mm -hmm. someone that's hasn't even started yeah and then you know all i feel like all mothers will go into aspect defending their child yeah and then as our mom as our yeah. mom did and then I would say that uh, the principal at the time, she uh, she stepped up for me, which I was really not like surprised, but proud of like we have like I have someone else like that's behind your back. Yeah, behind just my like back. Miss Kim. Mm -hmm. Just like that. And she was like, no, Brandon can stay and we'll help him get to that point that he needs to get to to graduate from St. Mary's, a, a college yeah. prep uh, school, and then help him go down the path into college if he wants to go to college. And then St. Mary's, um, after that, I just, you know, took it and um, just going to do, like, just going to try my best. First year St. Mary's was kind of tough. You, your first year there, yeah. you don't know anybody. But after that, St. Mary's grade-wise wasn't good for me. Like, I'm not, I wasn't the A student or because yeah, it was a, it was a, a very, because now college mm -hmm. for us is very easy. Exactly. Because of what high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for us because of all the homework all the tests you know there was mm -hmm. a test every day uh eligibility check like you know college now eligibility checks is every semester i think yeah but now eligibility checks in high school is like every two weeks yeah every two weeks and if you had a 63 or lower and yeah. it could be you could have a test on the first week of school yeah and, and you're be, you're working your way yeah back it was up. just a stressful yeah a stressful environment but mm -hmm. then now when you got out of that it kind of um it prepared us for like yeah. a like adulthood like, yeah, like this is what's gonna happen yeah they they heightened it it's almost like a navy seal mm -hmm. and now a navy seal going to a regular war mm -hmm. it'll be much easier for them and that's yeah. how college prep felt as mm -hmm. if we were navy seals going to college prep yeah and then going to a a little war mm -hmm. and that's how college now college feels easy mm -hmm. because of what the preparatory did for us but yeah exactly but yeah after freshman year it was it was nice to go into sophomore year um i'll tell a quick little story real quick in mm -hmm. freshman year tried i all honesty i didn't want to play football yeah i just didn't want to play i just did it because everybody wanted me to mm -hmm. so that was like I'm just gonna make everybody else happy, not me. So I tried it. It was fun, like to get that experience. But uh, that first like scrimmage that we had, I was on the the kick our uh, kick return off team, and we got the ball, and then you know we we're blocking, and then all of a sudden we we're playing against the JV because it's a, sc a scrimmage yeah. at the time. So JV I get first freshman. Like the play, the play is kind of over, getting over with, and then some kid I don't, I don't remember his name. I mean, he was a grade or two grades over 
over than me. So yeah. hit me in the kind of hit me in the back side, and then all oh, I just feel like this pain go down my back, like into my legs. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, man, like I just like it felt like that's it. Like I can't play baseball because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and because baseball's at the end of the year and football's in the beginning. Yeah. Of the year. So like all through that, I went to like therapy, the P, uh, physical therapy, and then. um with what's his name? Uh, Warren? Uh, yeah, Warren. Yeah, Warren was cool. And then we went to that place that St. Mary's kind of partnered with. Um, I'm not sure partnered, but... Therapy Plus? Yeah, Therapy Plus or something like that. And then we would, I would go there, you know, get um, try to go through therapy and then get checkups with the doctor for my back. But it never got resolved. And then I had the pinched nerve um, for a while. I still kind of have it, but... Sometimes it just comes and goes, but I think I had um, like a crack in the vertebrae. I forgot what mm. letters, but it's the, the bottom. Lower. Yeah, the like bottom. Your so that's why your I f- L. Yeah, uh, L or F. I don't know the. So your sacrum probably or your lumbar. Yeah, I, lum- I would say lumbar because that's the main. The I would, lower. Yeah, the extremity or whatever mm. it is. Yeah. But yeah, so that it was cracked, and then I guess. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember, but the doctor was saying like, there's no fluid in the back area because in Going each, that part. yeah, there's no fluid. So you're not getting anything in it. So I, I think that what caused the injury where it's kind of like, um, you get like cut or bruised and there's no like blood just, to go yeah, protect it. Exactly. That's what I, that's what it kind of seemed like to me. And I was probably right at the time or right, right now. I just don't know, but that's what the pictures described it to me. Um, so yeah, I'd never played football again after that. I didn't want to. Um, yeah, that kind of that kind of sucked. But I just I just didn't do it for me. I want I did it to please other people. Yeah. Um, and then baseball started, and that was that was that's where I met friend. Like I got more I got more friends. And then after that, going to sophomore year, it was I like St. Mary's more because I I had more friends. Like, yeah, you were part was, of a. It, yeah. Now you started to see like the family aspect mm-hmm. of exactly. St. Mary's because. That's what, what yeah. people don't realize is that you know how you go from a middle school to a high school with everybody else. You know, you know majority of everyone, but then you know high school changes and some people grow out of you. But then for us, we left the high school that we were supposed to go to, mm-hmm. and we went to a high school that our family's generations went yeah. to. So we were kind of joining a pack with other people, mm-hmm. and it was hard for us to make friends. So that was the good thing of you being a senior and I was a freshman. And I used to get get to hang out with you, and I felt like, oh, this is how it feels to be a senior. So I kept looking forward to that mm-hmm. because you your senior year, I felt like I was part of it because it was so good. Like that was senior, that was St. Mary's like experience. attached. Yeah, yeah, like that was so fun. Because now St. Mary's is looking more fun. Because mm-hmm. when I went there, a lot of rules changed, and those four years wasn't really my liking. Yeah, there's not going to all that, but there's just rules that rules like yeah because it's a college prep you're yeah. paying for to get yeah preparatory yeah whether that's the clothes or yeah but so. other than that it's i feel like that experience from st mary's was a good experience after freshman year freshman like all four years were a good experience but i'm saying like going into coming out of your comfort zone and your your mom your parents telling you Oh, you can't go to the school over here with all your friends are going. Yeah. Even though in my back of my mind, I do better around my friends, like edu- yeah. education wise. But moving to a new school, 
I was like, that's not going to be good for me. And it's a college prep. Like I'm not going to succeed. Yeah. But after you were putting a boundary mm-hmm. on yourself. Yeah. After, um, uh, sophomore came here, I was like, this is the place, you know, like this is where people want to yeah, go. Like exactly. this is, uh, like don't a, take it for granted. Yeah. Cause that's how I think with college right now is that, you know, if I miss a day of school or something, I feel like I'm wasting money because mm-hmm. it's something that your family is putting, you know, like mm-hmm. if I miss a practice, if I don't take, if I don't take account for like the therapy we have, the weight room we have, like I'm just wasting money. So that's why both of us have always been, let's just try everything out mm-hmm. and let's get the most out of the bang for our buck. And I think that was just special about yeah. us. Yeah, that was, yeah, I would, yeah, I would say the same thing. So your impact kind of deals with mine or my most significant impact and or what did I ask? What was some or the most significant um, aspect or yeah. impact that so I'm not going to happen on your life. I'm not really going to say mine, but the most craziest thing is that what happened to you at the end of high school is happening cuz I remember remember I was writing about it and I said what you went through your senior year like your junior year, senior year is what I went through my junior year, senior year. Oh. So I just thought that was a a great point of view because, you know, like I was saying, I was always hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. So just seeing how you were as a person going through that, like if we had a party or if we had anything, you did not show any emotion of what you were feeling. Like, because as a brother, I knew deep down, but then I was so into my sport that I didn't really see it. Because now we have... with you know of what I'm going through right now. So I saw it from a different perspective of you got it so early in high school. And then, you know, I was like, I'm the man, like I'm making college. I'm going to play college basketball. And then I hit a wall. But then I remember gearing back to be like, if my brother can go through the two years that he went through the same thing that I'm going through, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Because you found something that you didn't really talk about. And you weren't going to tell me because not that it was going to make me soft, but that it was going to, you know, like I wasn't ready for that kind of conversation because it wasn't happening to me. Yeah. It was like, um, like enjoy, enjoy your time that you have in, as you always, as you always say, being the present. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to ruin like, Hey, like you're going to go in the future and you're just not going to be the person that you think you're going to be. Um, but yeah, I just not like I didn't want to ruin that, but it just showed me like he'll he'll t- his time is gonna come. Yeah, that if that does happen, it's gonna happen, and yeah. that he's gonna get through it because you don't you have to tell me anything because I barely just found this out that I mean I already knew, but then when I kind of thought about it, I was like, oh my god, my brother, what happened to him happened to me. Of uh, basically what I'm saying is like the no playing time, yeah, and all that because which is very hard because it's a sport that you play. You know, we're talking about it since we were a child. And then you have to find other aspects. Like like I was, I said in other episodes, like, can you cheer on your teammate? Because mm-hmm. now you're taking it into life of a business management. If someone gets hired over you, yeah. can you have the <laughs> inner peace of being like, hey, that guy probably deserves it. Yeah. Instead of being like, I deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, I, like you used to always tell me, God has a plan for everyone. And it's what you do with it. Because God isn't going to give you a plan if you're not worthy for it. Yeah. So that guy might be getting hired then if you are. Mm-hmm. So 
my next question is what's something that you wish you could have told me because that's something but what's something you wish you could have told me as kids or in high school that you almost like uh, what's something that you could have told me and then why didn't you tell me or and it could have been that because you know so many because what i went through is that so many people you know you guys go to the games but then how many games are in a season like 20 like yeah you know so but not everyone's at the 100 practices that you've had the 100 films that you had the 100 weight rooms like are you putting in that work is there something that co- the coach isn't seeing that the the parents or the coach is seeing that the parents aren't so but you can go through anything yeah um with something that you wish you would have told me as a kid or let's just change it what's something that you're gonna teach your kid that you're not gonna want to go through because there's something that i have but i would just say like be uh just do your best in everything yeah like like going back to the question that you asked like the the before you changed it i would just say you know just keep keep doing what you love because that's just going to make you happy um but yeah like yeah just keep doing what you want to do because like yeah i don't yeah i don't know (laughs) because if if you're not doing what you love then you know what i mean yeah like because i want to get into strength and conditioning but then have i really gotten to that aspect of the ins and outs i haven't seen the failures of a strength coach you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm seeing it from an outside view i love working out, like kind of like learning i love coaching mm-hmm. i love athletes like i love learning the biomechanics of you know like that kind of stuff but then have i learned the ins and outs of you know the job uh having a boss like i've never really had mm-hmm. had that kind of experience especially through an athlete you know mm-hmm. through an athlete so yeah what's yeah like you said you're you're right on about doing what you love mm -hmm. and i totally agree because i mean if you're not doing what you love why are you doing Doing, just just like you chose with football and just like i chose with my parents how i had to tell yours was football and mine was baseball yeah which is the same that's i kind of like yeah it was just like um like i didn't you told them that you didn't want to play baseball. Yeah, I, I was told like, them straight up, like you know, bas- um, football is gonna, football is not not gonna be best for me. So why am I why am I playing it still? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not I'm not playing that sport no more. Like, it just wasn't for me in the in the long run. Yeah, because that's the same thing how I saw baseball mm-hmm. of like. You know, people are telling me to play it because Brandon played it, like you played it. Mm-hmm. You know, dad played the game for so long. All my our Theos played it in mm-hmm. high school. But I just wanted to be different. Like no one played basketball at St. Yeah. Mary's. And that's like the no most No one played basketball in our family. Yeah, like, like I'm yeah. the first. And then like our cousin mm-hmm. is the first hockey player. Yeah, exactly. Like, it it comes with like a special cuz they our parents could have easily put me in baseball again, but they knew how much I was willing to that you love the yeah, you it's like basketball. I thought I lived and I talked mm-hmm. basketball all the time. That so, you yeah. don't take that away from a kid that loves something certain. Yeah, because I, I remember crying to them mm-hmm. about it. Like I don't want to play baseball. It was just something I didn't enjoy, and I don't know if it was because I got the end of your the coaching staff, and then that's when it all changed. Is when I stopped playing baseball mm-hmm. when our new coaches came in. 
So yeah, but what would what would something that you're gonna teach your your child or your you know you have your first kid, what's something you're gonna do differently than than what you did, like? Yeah, well, I would just say you know do your best, and I always I always tell like every like you you and Gore um, Gorgie our sister, uh, just um, don't let uh, people put you down. Yeah. Like if you just do that, they're going to just going to walk all over you. Mm-hmm. So I would just say that to if like my kid, I would just say that I don't have one, but I was <laughs> yeah. like in my future kid, I yeah. would just say, um, be you, uh, find what you love and then just don't take any, take any crap from anybody. Um, but yeah, just keep moving forward. Keep pushing. Yeah. Cause the big thing that I want to teach my kid is like, that I was so caught up, like in high school, I was so caught up of like, I want to play college basketball mm-hmm. when that should have been like the least of my worries because mm-hmm. now thinking about it, like I had cool friends that I was, you don't get to play basketball with those kind of friends anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause now college is a different, cause now we're all adults. We're all doing our own thing. You know what I mean? But when you're a kid, you're going through this change of, like this you, is your friend yeah. group. And now you get to play with your friend group. Like you get to go to the mm-hmm. other side of the city and go play with them or a, a different yeah. state like Cali. And I just want to tell my kid, like, don't worry about external factors. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason why I started like yoga and meditation because, you know, like I told you, it's just hard being an athlete. It's hard being an athlete, but not in the sense of like future. It, yeah. That should have been... That should have been the least of my worries. Yeah. About that. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. Um Yeah, like as a kid just growing up, you just you see your favorite like you see your favorite um idol or your favorite player doing something, oh, I wanna make it to the big leagues. Yeah. You like you don't see the you don't see the little steps of what they did. Yeah, what they did to like just to get yeah, at, a, at, at a bat, a shot, a minute, um, a ground ball or something. Yeah. Like they took sacrifices, time, and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, if you just, I would just say, takes take small steps to do what you love and just keep pushing forward. Because then, if you keep doing that, you're you're gonna love what you're gonna love. Yeah, and I agree with what you said because not many people see athlete sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And that's just like my story of, you know, people are not seeing – like, you know, if you're sitting in the stand, you're like, oh, that kid doesn't play. But I'm making a sacrifice to just sit on the bench yeah. or just cheer on my teammates or cheer on teammates that are younger on, than mm-hmm. me or cheering on teammates that are older on me. Yeah. Then it like it makes me feel good now because now I'm so – happy because not happy but i'm so well within myself Mm -hmm. like i'm congratulating other like back then i wouldn't be able to do that i wouldn't be able to sit on the bench and cheer on other people and that's the biggest thing that i learned was like we're all here i'm on my own journey and god gave me this journey to you know sit on the bench and cheer my teammates (laughs) but now that story gave me i can now talk to my brother about it because you went through the same thing you know there's times where you know the the people are making the worst mistakes and you're like i know i'm i'm worthy to be playing on that field or court yeah and it's just like a 
not like a heart gut wrenching, but it's yeah. just you know you're worthy. But then there has to you have to set aside your ego of mm-hmm. I'm who I am today, and the sport or anything doesn't make who I am. Yeah, and I think that you did a good job of that because you transitioned so well into college, which now I'm transitioning out of sports to I'm getting there, but it's still close to. You know, I'm not going to have practice to go to. I'm not going to have a schedule. I have to create my own schedule. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't dealt with that since never. (laughs) So it's like a different transition. So my last question, I didn't write it down, but my last question would be, what's something you wish I had asked you that I didn't? (laughs) And that could be anything that like, oh, why didn't you ask me about this? Or why didn't we talk about this? Just for the, like, six minutes we have? Um, I would just say, like... Um, like, what's something you wish I asked you to talk about? Or I feel like when I feel like when we just talk, though, it's not really... Let's talk about anything. Yeah. Like, there's not a certain thing that we have to discuss. Mm. It's just, like, to... Like in this world today, you don't see two brothers talking to each other. Yeah, you barely podcast, see it, and it is and you don't see one a.m. Yeah, you don't you don't see it like any fam. Like you don't see brothers like close together. You just you just see him. You don't see this type yeah. of connection anymore. You see it where, all right, let's play the game together. Yeah, or, you know those are still good things, but we're taking the time out of our day to just sit at each other yeah. and talk, and I just. You know, like you said, enjoy a new experience for myself on a podcast, and then yeah, you starting it up. So yeah, I don't think I don't think there's a question that I want you to ask, like that I really want you to ask me or anything like that. I just feel like I don't have to worry about. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, because I'll, you know, you know, I'll be honest. Like, there's nothing with me not being honest with you. I give you and Gorge like honest answers all the time yeah like you'll tell me if the podcast is bad or you'll tell me you know like so far i've been having luck with it Mm -hmm. but i mean like who best to have the first guest be be my brother so yeah i thought it was gonna be melinda but oh no she's probably the last (laughs) one on the list but yeah i don't yeah i don't think there's a question that i want you to ask me that we missed out on because i know that not like uh, I know down the I know down the line, uh, this is gonna be doing like doing good. Yeah, and there's gonna be many more times that we can talk either on podcasts, on air, or off air. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything because everything comes up between you and I. Even if that means conspiracy theories, yeah. um, talk about religion, talk about sports. Um, we talk about yeah everything. And yeah. like you're saying, there's not that many people who talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like how we talk with our dad. Mm-hmm. Like at the dinner table, you know how you guys always get mad at me for talking. Yeah. At the dinner table about certain things. And I just think like families don't get to do that anymore. Yeah. And just sit around and just hear their they're middle child their, talk. Yeah, they're just... Everyone's not just to like, like going put through any, the Like put other families down, but just like, like I would say we're grateful to sat at yeah. a dinner table we're not in our rooms yeah be eating by ourselves there was like a foundation laid yeah or i, I on... like that what you said because that was gonna be like i was gonna ask you what are you most grateful for and that's perfect of how our family is laid mm-hmm. out and you can go more 
indefinite yeah how you were saying because i kind of cut you off but no i yeah i was just i was just saying that like i'm just grateful for like we have we were provided with a good foundation not yeah. it doesn't have to start with our parents before them yeah like our yeah ancestors our, yeah ancestor grandparents because our grandparents started uh a good foundation and then even their parents uh, found a good foundation. I'm not, and the thing that I'm going to say, it's not like a put down to anything, but I just say like coming from a Hispanic side, yeah, like it was just, it, everything's more caring family wise. Yeah. And that's what I like because I like, always get to yeah. see everybody. Like we don't like other families. Oh, I'll see you uh, next <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. I'll see you in a couple months see or next, next birthday. Like we're seeing each other every two three weeks and you hit the spot of, about like us talking about anything but we can do that with anyone mm -hmm. our theos like not really anyone can have a deep conversation mm -hmm. about religion conspiracies like whether they believe it or not yeah to another relative like mm -hmm. our nana and tata or our grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. like people well that was kind of weird but people can't really have those conversations but yeah. i just feel like we're grateful to be put in a we yeah. were born into this and to like be able to do what we're doing right now and just talking. Cause yeah. you know, looking back on it a couple of years from now, it's going to be like special to be like, Oh, remember brand, we did our podcast, whether the, it was good or not. Yeah. We'll look back on it. But yeah. Would, like to go more on the, I, when you talk about talking, like how we comfortable with talking with our, with our sister, dad, you, mom, or our Nana Tata, Theos, the uh, Thea, um, cousins. Like we're not like we just want to hear what you have to say. We're not saying, "Oh, you're wrong." You're yeah. We're, we just like to hear everything. Different point of views yeah. of our families. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I think that was a good wrap up. Yeah, but, I appreciate you inviting me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's pretty late at night. I just wanted you to be the first guest and i knew if i started everyone else it would just be weird to have my brother so i just wanted my i wanted you to be first but coming from both of us being a speech class and we just finished <laughs> an hour podcast i think that was perfect yeah and, no one would see that coming <laughs> yeah no one not even miss kim or miss neil so i just want you guys to follow this podcast's instagram and youtube at zachary's underscore metamorphosis and on instagram the E and the two O's is a three and two zeros on Zachary's underscore metamorphosis. So just want to thank you for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode and to remember to always come back to the breath.